A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. An Erios original. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your emails and read your reviews. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. See if we have anything interesting. We got some reviews. Yeah, read those babies. Okay, we've got one from JWI1995. Great, very enjoyable. Thank you. To the point, I like it. I like that. This one is from Elm2322. Uh, can you please update us with Lydia Greengrass de Alva Ladejo? I miss her podcast. Let's talk so much. Maybe you guys might know what's been going on with her. Thank you, beauties. XOXO. Much appreciative fan. Well, Lydia is doing really well. I don't know if you listen to her new podcast, Let's Talk About Bachelor in Paradise. It's anywhere you get your podcasts, but um, it's not just about Bachelor in Paradise. It's got some other elements to it, and um, Melissa shows up as well oh yeah wow yeah yeah i have an email to read uh-oh let's go this is from david stevenson hot dogs to hot dog bun ratio picks included oh yeah hey ladies hello Allie, melissa and maria b i have to say i love the show i'm re-listening to them all now since i am fully caught up and love every stinking minute of it you got me cranking stinking you got me cracking up in my car in the shower and at work where people are looking at me like what the heck now in the shower (laughs) what do you listen in the shower (laughs) now on to the topic or as you all say let's get into it (laughs) i am an employee at trader joe's in the lovely city of st louis what what were you gonna say what what state 
Missouri. Okay, he yeah. just he wrote M O, didn't he? And you he wrote M O and, and Allie couldn't And you were like Maryland, <laughs> Michigan, Massachusetts, <laughs> Mississippi, Missouri. <laughs> Montana. Anyway. Could have been Montana. City. I'm like, I haven't blushed in forever. I'm literally blushing. <laughs> City with the big silver arch thing and childhood home. Oh, I've been home. to there. Childhood home of Nellie, John Goodman, and Chuck Berry. Anyways, I went ahead and did some investigating. And as it turns out, our Trader Joe's hot dogs come in a pack of eight. Oh. And our buns. Wait for it. Also come in a pack of eight. Oh, wow. see, there you go. That's the Trader Joe's way. Yep. Yes. Amazing. But if you want the organic hot dogs, well, they only come in a pack of six because they're organic, I guess. Oh, oh so someone did this, uh, this work on the Discord as well. I got to go find it. But people yeah, are, yeah. They, we have people out doing this yeah yeah we have we have our street team out doing this the lord's work <laughs> so come on down to old trader joe's if you want an even amount of hot dogs and hot dog buns <laughs> that honestly should be their commercial keep up that the good work be. yeah can't wait to hear more spooky content from you awesome three boy uh sincerely Davis. okay rosalium rosalium sorry rosalium <laughs> On uh, the Discord wrote, I'm sure somebody will call in about this, but I did some hot dog research. Most brands like Ballpark and Hebrew National have eight francs, but Oscar Meyer has 10. So you, you would have to have 40 hot dogs to make that work with buns. And then oh. um, she sends multiple pictures of of hot dogs. So yeah, I think it's, you know, brand by brand. No one, no one's all over it. the map. It's all over the map. Should should I should we read this uh, gross bachelorette party stripper story? Or should we save that for another time? I mean, you got to read it now because I want to know what it is. I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, gross bachelorette party stripper story, ladies. I was gonna leave this on voicemail, but I would be way too embarrassed if anybody even remotely recognized my voice. I got married when I was twenty, and that was twenty-two years ago. My crazy friends rented the party house at an upscale condo complex for my bachelorette party. They went all out and got me a male stripper. Woohoo! Dogs Ooh. everywhere. Even though I was super ultra crazy drunk, I still remember way too much for this night, even after all these years. And guess what? My mom was also there. The stripper no. had a the stripper had a giant hard dong the entire time. <laughs> It was like a baby's forearm. Eventually, no! yeah, eventually us <laughs> drunk bitches decided he should just take off that banana hammock. He was all about it. I don't know if I've ever seen such a gigantic dong in my life. It was rock hard the whole time. My mom was even getting in on the action. Turns out I was so drunk, I went and put on the trashy Fredericks of Hollywood lingerie my friends bought me as a gag gift and danced along with the stripper. I know for a fact my mom was touching his penis because I will never forget that. It was the most wild time ever. Catholic schoolgirls really know how to party, I guess. Well, they were also taking pictures, and those pictures are now missing. Oh, my God. That's oh. th- that's a nightmare. I have no idea what happened to them, but I pray to God they'll be burned. The photo development place actually developed photos of this guy's dong, swear to God. <laughs> Do you remember, like, when you had to get photos yeah. developed? There would always be a picture of, I think we've talked about this, of, like, balls. 
Yeah. Always a picture of balls. Someone always. would take a picture of balls. Always a ball sack pic. I remember yeah. I had a mega crazy red drunk bitch, bitch, bitch face in the photos. Frederick, Fredericks of Hollywood's tassel bra on and a stripper's <laughs> giant dick in my hand. Later, oh my god! Later, I was puking up all of the cheap grocery store gin my friends uh, brought me. A lot of talking to Ralph on the big white phone action. All the while, the stripper dude was trying to pick me up and take me home with him. My <gasps> friend and my mom were like, "Um, no partner, not happening." I'll never forget looking at those photos for the first time and absolutely losing my mind. Good old days. That dude was so not hot. I guess I was expecting to see cellulite on the ass of a male stripper. Oh, I guess I wasn't expecting to see cellulite on the ass of a male stripper. Not shaming him, but I guess that's what you get when your underage friends line up the entertainment for your bachelorette party. What a wild night. I just really hope those photos never resurface. Oh, can you imagine like just finding those pictures? What a wild tale. Oh, crazy. Wow. 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 Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I like it. Okay. So let's get into some of these. Let's get into these. Hey, this is Andrew from Asheville, North Carolina again. This is for the web crawlers. Hi. I called yesterday. I don't know if that's like yesterday in web crawlers time or like three episodes ago in web crawlers time. Three episodes ago. I called yesterday, had a anxiety attack while leaving a voicemail, literal like panic breakdown. Oh no. uh, Not a zombie girl, a ghost girl in a basement. Anyways, just want to explain myself a little bit. Before I called you guys about an hour prior to that, eight o'clock Eastern time, I called the wrong number. Which some very pleasant Uh-oh. lady answered, and I promptly hung up on her at like 5 a.m. California time. Oh, no. Because I panicked like any white 38-year-old guy would do, because I'm so privileged. Um, so, first of all, sorry to that lady. Secondly, I wanted to call and say I love your show. I've been listening for about two months now. I've listened to every episode. Oh my uh, god. Patreon. I've listened to the Patreon shit. Oh, Love man. it. What up, Emily? Thanks for recommending web crawlers to me. Aww. I had a reason for calling. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm re listening to all your episodes now and I'm at a part where people are talking about bus trauma. Oh, so when I was right. in second grade, I was riding the bus home from school, like three weeks into school. I had been going to this shitty private school where they spanked me and locked me in a closet uh, and my parents never knew about that before oh whatever reason they switched me to public school closer to home so i'm going to this public school loving the pizza in the cafeteria it's great yeah. shit riding the bus home the bus driver stops she's at normal stop nothing weird and she turns around to yell at some kids in the back you know the bad kids in the back and everything's cool we're rolling we hit like a speed bump and everyone's like, oh, shit. We're all a bunch of elementary school kids. No one said shit, but everyone's freaking out. And me being super naive, was like, what's going on? So everyone ran to the back of the bus, and I followed suit. We get to the back, look out the back window. There's a Uh-oh. dead child 
land in the middle of the road because the bus driver what? ran over a little girl who stopped to tie her shoe. No. What? She missed her because she was yelling at the kids in the back of the bus. When she turned around, she just started going. <gasps> ran right over. We all saw it. Oh. We hung around for like an hour. Everyone's parents had to come pick them up from the bus. Oh my it was God, very weird, very traumatic. Hadn't thought about it in like 30 years until I heard the episode about bus trauma. Oh, so I wanted to call and sorry. tell you guys, that's my bus trauma story. Now that I've got my first oh two my calls God. over. Oh my God. That's that is a traumatic bus story for that sure. That is horrific. Holy oh my geez, God. Louise, I cannot, what a nightmare. Jesus Christ. I did not see it going that way. No, I did not see it going that direction. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I think he calls back again, I think. Hey, it's Andrew from Asheville, North Carolina again. I was so rudely cut off by your voicemail operator system. Out of nowhere, she said goodbye and cut me off. I was winding down too, wrapping up. So now that I've got my first three calls out of the way, I don't feel as nervous or anxious about it because that phone anxiety is real. You don't think it's real, but you get on the line and that shit's real. So now that I've called back again, I'll tell another story. I do maintenance for property management company around town. There's this building that used to be a hospital back in the day. And now it's just like an office building full of therapists and massage therapists and other types of therapy. And it's super nice. creepy. Bottom floor used to be the morgue. Definitely oh. haunted. I've never had any experiences there, but I'm in there enough to know the vibe is creepy. Yeah, that's haunted. That's it. Bye. Oh. Yikes. Oh, my God. Maria still is shook a- from that. First, I'm still thinking, yeah, the, the bus, yeah. No, that's horrible. horrible. That's like, ugh, ugh. Hey, I think he yeah. calls back one more time. It's Andrew from Asheville again. This doesn't count as a three-parter because <laughs> I didn't take up all the time. I just forgot one crazy detail. So my bus driver, when I was in second grade, ran over a classmate. We go through the full school year, uh, all of second what? grade. We don't see her. We thank whatever we thank back then because we're seven-year-old idiots. Go back to third grade, and she, the bus driver, is my teacher. Dun, dun, dun. La, la, la. Wait, so the bus driver that ran over the kid is now a teacher? That's insane. I mean, I guess it's good that she's not driving, or he, I think she said she, he's not driving a bus? Yeah, but like, how did did she not have so much trauma that she's like, I never can be near a school again? And was, were they not arrested or like charged with anything? Like, yeah, like, wouldn't that be negative? I'm. I'm so confused. A lot of, of questions. A lot of questions. I have a ton of questions. That is, and if I was that poor girl's mother, knowing that now that that woman was a teacher at the school, like, no. oh my god, no. <sighs> okay, well, 
Guess we got to move on. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I guess, but I, guess. I don't want to. Hi, this is a message from Web Crawlers. This is the first message I've ever left. I just had a crazy synchronicity happen. Um, might be a little weird because it's not actually about your podcast, about a different podcast, but I don't cool. know if they have a call in number, so I'm calling you guys. <laughs> but anyway, earlier on Reddit, and there was a thread about like, some of the worst cities in the U.S. And one of the cities on that list, actually, I think the top city was Monroe, Louisiana. So I started Googling Monroe, Louisiana, and it turns out the first section is West Monroe, Louisiana. And I went down a little rabbit hole. I did Google Street Image of some of the bad areas. Anyway, so then I'm listening to Hollywood Crime Scene, which I think I found out about you guys. We love that. And because I just started listening, I'm just kind of scanning through old episodes and listening to whichever episode sounds cool. So I picked this one. I think it's from like February of this year about reality TV show scandals. And about halfway through the episode, they mentioned Duck Dynasty, which was filmed in West Monroe, Louisiana. This town I had never heard of before tonight. Hmm. So that's my synchronicity. Um, I really enjoyed the show. And yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Monroe, Louisiana. How weird. Big mysterious town. <laughs> never Big heard of it. Mysterious town <laughs> Big mysterious town of <laughs> Monroe. Monroe. 
I, I watched that uh, documentary, like, okay, not twice, but one and a half times. Anyways, um, I was, like, watching it, and I, uh, when the designer girl was talking about how, like, she had to make, like, uh, this, like, 100 designs a day, I was like, oh, no, that's, like, a red flag, because I, like, work as a graphic designer, and if, like, any company is like, oh, you gotta, when you work for us, you have to, like, submit, like, 100 designs a day, I'm like, that's too much of a workload. Yeah. That's a red flag, girl, you gotta get out. So, like, if you don't, like, <laughs> and get out there, it's like, inspiring, inspiring. Yeah, hundred. They were making hundreds of designs a day for Insane. these leggings. Like the the quality is just yeah, that's crazy. It's not there. It's not there. That ain't okay, right. Okay, next message. This is for the web crawlers. This is Alexis. I call a call the number of times. The last was because of my coworker at Bigfoot Researcher. Um, but it's funny. I'm actually currently listening to your Gabby Petito episode and. Um, I'm actually driving my van. Uh, I've called a bunch of times and somehow never brought up the fact that I live in a van. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's because I try not to make it like my personality. Um, but yeah, I figured I was like, hey, you know what? Allie's question why people do van life. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just call in and get yeah. my, get yes, my input on why I did it. Um, it's weird. Everyone has like different reasons, but I do it in a really broke way. Like at my van bills, I have no bathroom. I actually like pee in a weird coffee can sometimes. Um, only shooting it once and it was an emergency. Um, but like I don't have electricity or anything. My van bills cost like $1,200 at the very most. Um, I use it because I do seasonal work. Like I was just in Alaska and then I drove all the way from Alaska to Arizona and then from Arizona back to Massachusetts. Wow. So it's like cool. a really convenient way for me to live and not have to pay rent for only the summer when I'm working. Yeah. Um, and then have a little road trip on my way to and from jobs. It's pretty freaking sick. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's just a really cheap way to sleep. And there's like awesome places all over the country where you don't have to pay anything to camp or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like it can be really expensive. And some people spend a shitload of money on their van bills. But I 
personally am part of a group of people that spent almost like zero dollars on my mantle and just used cheap plywood and some insulation. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just figured to give an input. Uh, except I can't listen to true crime podcasts or some of your podcasts when living in the van. <laughs> sure. Uh, because <laughs> you get a little bit scared of being murdered sure. or some shit. Um, that's fun for me. huh that's interesting yeah that's crazy wow that makes me want to go out and get a van baby yeah that is fun if you have seasonal work just all over you just drive your van around you just camp wherever yeah that's fun that's a fun life this is from a web crawler this is alexis again i this might not even be like worth talking about i can't even but whatever i got to the point where you guys are on the same like Gabby Petito thing, and, like, now you're talking about, like, funny, like, you guys are just, like, talking about, like, how, like, creepy fans, and I can't even believe I just went on a whole ride about my stupid-ass man without mentioning the fact that I literally drive, like, a creepy kidnapper van, by the way. It's, like, a Chevy Express. <laughs> it's not a small van. It literally looks like I could, like, kidnap or some mess out of it. Uh, every single time I park it at, like, a friend's apartment or something, there are, like, apartment managers and stuff, and landlords get all sketched out. I had, I parked it outside of my uncle's house in the Bay Area, and he had, like, two people live on his road that are cops who, like, what's his van doing to your house, like, thinking about to kidnap their children. Um, but the funniest part is that I'm a nanny sometimes, like, on my off-seasons when I'm not doing seasonal jobs for, like, the Department oh, of Interior. Um, so one time I actually did, in fact, I forgot something in my van. I had a baby in a carriage. <laughs> And was like, oh, no, I need to grab this sweatshirt on our way to the park. So I, like, opened my van. And this guy was just like, what the hell? And was like, this isn't what I was expecting. And I guess that he was just, like, surprised that it was me, like, a 27-year-old young woman, like, pushing a baby carriage, having that van that parks outside of his house almost every single day. So, yeah, I'm like, I have a baby in a carriage. I'm like, I wonder if people think I'm, like... This is the creepiest thing in the world. Like, how does it know? Is it because I am small white female that no one has called the cops on me approaching this white man with this Probably. small child in a carriage? Like, if that's if that's not white privilege, I don't know what is. <laughs> but maybe it's also a weird, freaky, stupid gender thing. I don't know. But yeah, I drive a creepy yeah, ass white van. Like, I literally look like I'm probably a fucking mess in here. It's awesome. It's so funny. Okay, anyways, that was probably not even worth calling about. I don't know, whatever. I'm tired. Bye. <laughs> wow. That's so true, though. Like, anyone else with a white van would be like, uh, oh, yeah. Like, an right. older, an older, creepy guy with, like, a mustache and sunglasses. No You'd man like, should be able uh-uh. to drive a white van. Like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Men should not drive vans. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, next message. I don't think Maria should be able to yeah, drive a van. Yeah, this for the web yeah. crawlers. This is an Andy Patreon from San Antonio, Texas. Hi. I heard the call on the new episode, <laughs> so I watched Awesome Powers uh, number one. Oh, oh thank it God. Is, uh, the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable is not in the first movie. Right, okay. Um, I'm watching it on Netflix. Maybe there's an extended edition. I doubt it. So I'm going to start watching the next one. Uh, Love you, girls. You're amazing. Beautiful. Keep it up. Bye.
Because someone called and they said it's in the first one. Yeah, have I'm they called like, back yet? I I don't think I, it's not though. Maybe they're ashamed. Well, I'll tell you what. On the Discord, Matagonia watched it as well, and he said, "I just finished <gasps> watching it. It's definitely not in it. It still holds right. up, though. A classic comedy. It mustn't be the Mandela effect." <laughs> If that many people truly believe it's in Austin Powers, someone's going to watch the second one. We know it's not in one. Now we got to go to two. I think it's that trailer. And then we're going to have to go to Gold Member. This is so fucked. <laughs> I'll I watch them all. Trailer. I'll watch them all. Just because you want to. Yeah, it's because it's already my plan tonight. <laughs> Hey, this message is for web crawlers. This is Molly in Portland again. And I definitely need to stop calling, but I keep having stuff to tell you guys about. So today, I've been listening to the Night Terror Sleep Paralysis episode from August of 2019. Oh, God. And you're talking about the panda, the the strep. Oh, yeah. Sleep paralysis connection and the kids that get it. Anyway, um, and that it's apparently um, Pan Panda Awareness Day on um, October 9th. Um, And today is October 9th. And that just blew my freaking mind. Um, And then you were talking about how. Looks like time travelers um, could be coming back from the future and bringing back diseases that we just don't have cures for. Dude, and, um, what, is our, what is our podcast? Obviously podcasts? brought here by time travelers. <laughs> Sounds just like something saying. we'd say. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, kind of crazy um, synchronicities. Did we go on a record to saying that? And, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just a long day at work. And I my coffee all over myself. And, um, maybe I'm just under caffeinated, but it felt super real. Anyway, have a good one, guys. Honk, honk. No wonder new and noteworthy was a white show. What? <laughs> We're like, all diseases are from time travelers. <laughs> I no mean, sounds familiar. Ugh, sounds like something we would say, though, so sure. Hi, this message is for web crawlers. This is Jordan. Um, I've never called in before. I live in Rochester, New York, which is a total creep town. Um, (laughs) And the house that I live in is at least as old as 1875. It's this big old mansion that has a bunch of apartments in it. And there's always bats in here. Bats? Originally, I was going to call to tell you about the bats. And maybe I'll call back to tell you the bat story because there's a weird synchronicity with bats in my life and in this apartment. But anyway, today is October 12th. And that day has a weird significance to me because in elementary school, I would often get my papers back with the date crossed out at the top and it was wrong. And the date, the wrong date was always October 12th. And I never knew what the significance of that day was, but it always stuck with me. Um, So I'm getting on a plane today to go to Denver to see um, my best friend who moved out there about a year ago. So I'm going to be in that creepy ass Denver airport, which is, I don't know on it. Uh, but if you haven't, you should you do an episode on the Denver airport. Um, anyway, I'm like walking back and forth in my apartment <laughs> and getting out of breath. Um, so what's the point? Um, October 12th. Yeah. When I picked my flight, um, it randomly was on October 12th because it just went with whatever the cheapest flight was. So then I was like, great, I'm flying on that day. So I'm getting ready and I'm packing and I watered all my plants and I noticed that, um, water had pooled under one of my plants in the windowsill. And when 
I went to wipe it away. It was sitting for a while and it peeled up the paint. So all of the paint like wiped away out of oh, the windowsill no. and underneath where the plant was, somebody had scratched like a pentacle into the windowsill, which exposed itself on this day, October 12th, the weird non-significant day that I always wrongly wrote in the past that now I'm flying. Freaked out. Everything's weird. Um, you guys are really cool and you yeah. helped me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like out of breath. I don't want to say this. Uh, you helped me a lot. Through the pandemic, uh, mm. I feel like you're my friend, and sometimes it falls asleep to the podcast, so you, like, narrate my weird dream. Aww. But I've uh, listened back pretty far, and I can't seem to figure out why people say la, la, la at the end of the voicemails. Maybe I fell asleep during that one. Maybe I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> I don't know. Could you please explain that to me? Because I want to do it, but I don't want to be just a blind follower. <laughs> uh, okay, I love you guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Well, why do these people say la la la? I honestly don't remember. I know it's a babe the pig thing, but why? It's your you're like I. It's your one impression. They're like I can yeah, do the impression. Oh yeah, it's the one impression I know how to do is a babe the pig. But why did that come up? Why were because I think I watched Babe. I think I watched Babe, um, and I was talking to you guys about it, and then you said you know Babe is one of my my only impression, and then you did <laughs> the la la la, and then it. And then the rest is history. La, the, rest la, is, la. the rest is Oh, and then we got in the fight about how many la laws there are. Right. Yeah, because you thought there were four at a time. You you thought it was la 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 la, but it's <laughs> and we're like it's no, just it's three. La la la. Yeah, it's three. Wow. How it's time three. flies. <laughs> also, that's crazy. That that voicemail is like final destination shit. Yeah. Wild. Well, hope October twelfth has passed, so hopefully, hopefully you haven't still alive. Yeah. Okay. Hey, web crawlers! I'm shopping. I'm grocery shopping, and Uh-oh. Ashley Simpson just came on. Pieces <gasps> of me. Yeah. Oh, yes. You can hear it. <laughs> I have to find an aisle where there's no one here, so they don't hear we're talking to you. <laughs> you hear it? Not yeah. really, but I trust. Finally rest my head on something real. I like the way that feels. Oh. Okay, people are looking at me weird now. Hi. <laughs> you guys can hear that. We can I hear you guys. I appreciated that. That was so sweet. Not I love, we love Ashley Simpson. We do. Pieces I've been rewatching her reality me. show on YouTube. Oh. Seasons one and two. I'm on season two. It's, oh, a, it's yeah, a blast. That was good. Who did she date? Ryan Cabrera? Yes, she does. Yes, I think she they does. went on like a bowling date once and I was like, their life looks so fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun going yeah. on. Wow. Well, that was the last voicemail of the day. Really? Wow. I mean, yep. like time has flown today. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, uh, please continue calling, emailing and uh, joining our Patreon and all that kind of shit. We love you so much. I am <laughs> Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Pieces of Me Stetton. <laughs> and I'm producer but autobiography Maria Blasucci. And that is another Ashley Simpson song. And I think that's the name of her album. Oh, I'm Allie. Jessica Simpson said she was four years sober today on Instagram. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, good for, good her. for her. Good for the fam. All right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.